All right, we're starting. So, like, we're talking about what are we talking about? Hold on, what are we talking about? We're talking about homeless epidemics and minimum wage. Minimum wage and how the cops can't do anything about it. Yeah. So, like I was saying, when I lived in a high rise in Honolulu, in the heart of downtown, there was a whole row, a whole street, kind of like Skid Row in LA, but in Hawaii. And so the cops would come by and do their sweeps every couple weeks, every quarter, every month, whatever. However, whatever schedule they had going on. And they would tell them like, you guys gotta clear out. They would clear out, guess what? Until 6 p.m. and come come right back at night. There's nothing you can do about it. People can afford but I want to understand a, a Marisa's decent perspective in terms a, of like a decent living. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's no minimum wage, which I, I understand, I understand the concept. Is there going to be a division though of poor, poor? There already is. That is. And true. and the government charging more taxes and the government raising the minimum wage is creating a bigger division. There shouldn't be a minimum wage because. Do you really think a human being nowadays is going to say, yes, I'll go work for you for $2 an hour? No. You get paid according to the service you provide for the economy. So what about those immigrants that... Yeah, they'll come know, in. That they come here and work. they're trying to make a living and and maybe that they think that that's the only opportunity that they have. For a, for a, a certain amount of time, yes, and everybody wins. The immigrant gets some money where they can build up their savings to move up and get their citizenship, etc., whatever. And the business owner gets a leg up because he has cheap labor. Again, these are two consenting adults. A business owner saying, I'm going to pay you $4 an hour. And an immigrant, in this case, in this example, saying, I accept that. Two consenting adults making decisions of their own free will to get this job. The immigrant more than likely thinking, okay, now I'm making $4 an hour, $5 an hour, whatever the number is. And saying, in a year, I'll make more because I can be management, etc., etc. And, or... The business owner, seeing how this immigrant works, says, man, this guy bust his ass for me. I'm going to pay him more. But where's he going to live with $4 an hour? With $4 an hour, more than likely, he won't have many places to live. But maybe that, since it's an immigration job, and I know that most um, farming jobs, which are the most common for immigrants, they provide a living for you. Yeah, they do. So you more than likely live on the farm or... The dairy farm, whatever it is, the ranch, but you get paid, and you do get fed and whatever. I mean, yeah. you do you do live and work in harsh conditions too. But yeah, it, you know. But you're making you're it's of your own free will that you're making this this agreement with your employer. So it's not like you're being forced. Nobody's putting a gun to this man's head or woman's head and saying you got to work for two dollars an hour. No, you're saying shit. I, it's better for me to have $2 an hour or $5 an hour than to have zero. Now, when you mandate a $15 minimum wage, you're creating everybody in their mind is saying, oh man, I get paid $15 an hour. But guess what? <coughs> that 
hamburger that used to cost you $7 now costs you $14. The exact same hamburger. That Coke that cost you a dollar now costs you three. Because that business owner has to pay their employee double what they have to pay them right now. It doesn't make any economical sense to raise the minimum wage to $15. That's a made up number. Why don't we make the minimum wage a million dollars? That way everybody can be a millionaire. Because you devalue your currency. When everybody has something, it is worth less. That's common sense. That's why baseball cards, basketball cards, football cards are worth a lot because they're rare. The rarity gives it its value. Now, the US supply and demand. The US dollar is worth nothing. I don't give a shit how much you pay anybody. It's worth zero. The dollar is worth nothing. What is it backed by? Nothing. It's not backed by anything. That's why Bitcoin and these some of these cryptocurrencies, not all of them, are worth a lot of money because Bitcoin specifically is finite. There will only be X amount of Bitcoin ever. ever. You can't make more of it like you can make more of the US dollar. We have printed more US dollars in the past year than ever before. I feel like with every presidency is the same shit though. He printed so much more this presidency than ever before. Every presidency that comes in is the same shit. That's, that's, I agree 100%. But in 2020, some estimates are saying that 40% of all the US dollars ever printed were printed in 2020. That's an, that's, those are some of the, estimates that are coming out in Do you one think year we're gonna have a world um, currency they're trying I don't think it'll be successful I hope it won't be why because if you have a world currency that means you have a world government mm, sure. mm. we kind of already have that with the UN, the EU, them the IMF. The, them being the world um, dictatorship, so to speak. Yeah. The UN, NATO. We already kind of have a world government. Everything is so interconnected that if one of the dominoes falls, they're all going to fall right behind it. So we kind of already have a world government. Never saw it like that. It's. Are you guys feeling good? Yeah, and this. This is great. This COVID thing has been conditioning people to use credit cards instead of cash. Mm-hmm. So more fake money, even faker money, if you ask me. Of course, they're conditioning you. It's gonna be. We're gonna have a digital currency. That's for sure. We're gonna cash is not. We're not gonna have a physical cash anymore. No, it's gonna be a federally backed quote-unquote cryptocurrency controlled by the federal reserve maybe ripple no nope. it'll be a fed coin it'll be like a u.s dollar coin usd that, yeah. the one that we currently have right now yeah but it'll be something like that but owned and controlled by the federal reserve banks which by the way are not, not owned by federal the US government. 
Those are, it's a conglomerate of private banks. Yep. They're as federal as Federal Express. They're just a conglomerate of private companies, banks. So, but they call the shots. They select our presidents. They select our congressmen and women. They select everybody. You don't elect anybody. You, they are selected and you think you have a choice. Why is it that the U.S., the beacon of freedom for the world, only has a two-party system? It's easier to control. Germany has, I don't know how many parties. They have a p pirate party, for fuck's sake. A pirate party? Yes. Sure. Look it up. It might not be active anymore because I don't think they got the minimum amount of votes. But at one point, they had a pirate political party. So, when you have two, you're picking, in your mind, you're picking the lesser of two evils. But really, you're not. All the candidates that run have been vetted. That's crazy. And approved. Where the people that actually run this country, the corporations, the bankers, don't care which one of the two wins. One, because they already know the way around taxes or legislations that are going to be passed. And two, because they just don't care. They control the money. They control the country. They control everybody and everything in it. And these cities... Honolulu, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Diego, heck, even Miami, mandating these outrageous minimum wages, they're just creating more divisions. Not only a division, but they're creating a future problem, homeless, joblessness, drug. Drug problems. Did you ever run for any um, position in government? I don't think so. I like my private life. I like doing what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. People in this country and around the world, from what I've experienced, can't fathom the fact that we are free human beings and they can't separate business and pleasure as an example they can't fathom a man with a beard and long hair being in government they can't fathom that man doing whatever he wants in his private life but when it comes to or a woman i use a man because of the long hair and the beard they can't fathom that person being responsible when it comes to what their job is. They can't fathom a woman that's tattooed, has a bunch of earrings and piercings or whatever, being a responsible professional individual. Yes, I have my private life, but if it came to running for public office or whatever, I, it, it's a different thing. I, 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 physical appearance has nothing to do with that your knowledge does your 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 morals 
how you were raised, that's what comes out when you get power. If I were ever to run for office, I think the first thing I would do would be mandate that any elected representative will not get paid more than the average or the median income of the region they represent. Sure. Probably why I'll never get elected. Oh God, yeah. You guys ready for cafecito? Are you chilling here? No, whatever. I'm down for anything. I'm down for some cafecito. Me too. And I think somebody should introduce that. I think that's a good idea. But they won't. You know, They'll never pass. They won't. They will never push a law that lowers their salary. Think about that one. Deep. That was deep. <laughs>